Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast, brought to you by SpiritualRecharge.com. This is your place to experience unlimited peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul. So get comfortable, take a few relaxing breaths, and settle into this sacred time for yourself. This is Ariel, and I'm here with our host, Michael McIntosh. This is one of our archive episodes we thought you'd enjoy. It's from a series called The Awakening Experiments. Experiments in consciousness to ascend and enjoy being a spiritual being having a human experience. In these awakening experiments, Michael will share how to be in a higher state of consciousness while living in a sometimes crazy world. Our warmest welcome to you. Thank you for your beautiful presence. And now we'll hear from Michael. Many blessings and welcome to this beautiful awakening experiment on how to have deeper, more blissful meditation. (laughs) Such a beautiful topic. So how can we go deeper? and have more satisfying, more rich, enjoyable meditation. If you're going to sit there doing meditation, you might as well enjoy it fully and have transformational experiences that really change the way you feel and the way you see life. I thought of this topic this morning. I just went out and had about an hour and a half, two hours meditation at the Buddhist stupa here in Sedona. And what I've noticed is the longer I do meditation for in my life generally, and also when I sit for longer periods of time, it goes so deep that it really feels like it's a whole nother world (laughs) that opens up, a whole nother world. And when I walk out, I notice everything looks different. It's like like being in a radically altered state, almost like being on drugs of some kind. The trees look more vibrant, the mountains look more vibrant. Everything's sparkling, radiating, shining. So there's a difference between how everything feels and seems walking in for meditation and then when we leave it seems completely different because we've changed so meditation can profoundly shift our consciousness and the more we do it the more that energy that higher perspective becomes part of our life becomes part of who we are and anyone can do it you know some people think oh Some people are good at meditation, some people aren't. I can't do it, my mind's all over the place. When I started meditation all these years ago, I remember being absolutely horrified, horrified. I couldn't believe the sort of thoughts I was having and how crazy my mind was. So, I I mean, if if someone said to me, Michael, how, how good do you think you're gonna be at meditation? I would say, oh, I feel I'm not going to really ever be good at it. I'm not getting anywhere. 
I feel like this is too stressful. So I had no easy natural experience. It's practice, you know. I'm telling you this because some if you think to yourself, this is not going to work for me, I can't have these higher states of consciousness, then you won't be able to because you believe that. But I had a sense that if I kept doing it, it would improve. I didn't have any awareness of how long it would take or what would happen. I didn't rate myself as someone who's naturally good at meditation or anything like this. I just realized that it's important for me to sort myself out. And I realized that meditation, soul consciousness, remembering who I am, connecting with God, with a higher power, purifying my thoughts. I recognized this was important, very important. And so I kept doing it even though it wasn't easy. But I can assure you that as time goes on, it gets easier and easier and easier, more and more fun, more blissful. And you start to find that it's such an enjoyable thing to do that you just want to do it more and more and more. You know, I obviously busy person, I've got lots of stuff to do, but I always make time every day for meditation. No doubt about it. There maybe have only been about one or two days in the last 20 years that I haven't sat for meditation. So when we do meditation, what are the benefits of it? And I'll, I'll share the benefits, I'll share some of the different states in meditation, and then we can talk about how you can improve your meditation. I'm gonna share five things that you can do to start having deeper meditation. So meditation, like we've been sharing, shifts our state of consciousness. It actually helps us go back to our original state of consciousness. So the interesting thing about powerful meditation is that it's not really that we're getting somewhere or getting something new. We're not really going to a different place. We're actually returning to a place that is already here, <laughs> within us, always. So what we could say meditation really is, is it's helping us get away from an unnatural state that we are normally living in and bringing our state back to a natural state. Isn't that good to realize? So you're not trying to achieve some external thing. You're actually, in a sense, getting away from some external influence and coming back home and back home to yourself, back home to peace. So really, we're just coming back to what already is deeper down underneath the noises of the mind and the feeling the emotions and as we do that we release stress we let go of anxiety when you go into really beautiful meditation all anxiety, fear, worry completely disappears and you return to your blissful state where everything seems fine and even if there was a problem that you were worried about once you enter into that original state 
that problem no longer seems emotionally disturbing. You feel relaxed about it. So meditation doesn't change the external world directly, but it changes how we feel about everything. And then because we feel different about things, we think different thoughts and we respond differently. And as a result of our change in attitude and awareness, we end up having a different life. We end up solving problems. We end up manifesting beautiful things. So that inner shift leads to a shift in reality. It opens us up to new possibilities. It opens us up to new doorways. So it's very powerful to do more and more meditation. And in meditation, of course, we are spiritual beings. The point of these awakening experiments is to remember that we're, first of all, spiritual beings. We come from our world of light, our beautiful home, as spiritual beings. And we've descended down here into this world, into these bodies, and we're having life, we're having life. So would you like to know the five things that you can do to improve your meditation? So you can come back, come back to this beautiful state of consciousness more easily. So the first thing, number one thing, is to start your meditation with the consciousness that I am a powerful spiritual being. This might sound simple, but it's extremely important. Let me just give you a comparison. If I sit down for meditation and I, my idea of myself is that I'm this person and I got all these problems and I got my mind full of rattling noises and all this crazy stuff. And I sit there for meditation from that point of view that I'm this messed up person, then everything from that space is going to be based upon it. You know, I'm going to reinforce that idea in the middle. Oh, you know, I'm this bad, crazy person with all these crazy thoughts. And of course I can't think and I'm on meditation. I need to do meditation because there's something wrong with me. So everything afterwards is a mess. If I start from the point of view that I'm a powerful spiritual being, I've incarnated in this body temporarily and I'm originally completely peaceful being, complete peace, infinite bliss. If I sit down with that awareness, just that thought, that consciousness, that I'm a spiritual being sitting here, then immediately that awareness brings with it a higher perspective to the whole meditation, that it's the soul is sitting here coming back to itself rather than I'm this person looking for this thing in the future. Hopefully I'll get to this state over there somewhere else. That's very, very out there, very 
disempowering. When we say, no, I am a powerful soul sitting here right now, and I've forgotten this, and I'm coming back to it, and I'm going to re-experience my original state. Yes, starting with power, starting with truth. So when you do meditation, have that as your first thing. Who is it that's sitting for meditation? You are, and who are you? You're a powerful soul. So next time you have meditation, whether it's guided meditation or on your own, say, I'm a powerful soul listening to this. And the reason I'm doing this is to remind myself of who I already am. Come back to my original state. So you just start off with self-respect, self-respect. Next thing to help with meditation is to have a clear intention What is your intention for the meditation? Because if you have a focus and intention, I want to experience this, I want to do this, then your energy and your focus is going to lead you and keep you focused on what is important. It's going to lead you to what you want and keep you there. One of the main problems that a lot of people have with meditation is they sit down, they've got no focus, they think they're a, they're a body, not a soul, and they sit there and, and what's going to happen? They're just going to think, well, I forgot to do this, I should have taken care of that, oh my God, the house isn't clean, what about this, what about that, oh my God. Right? And then there's, it just goes on and on and on. But if you have a focus, then you, you say, okay, I'm going to sit here for 20 minutes and my focus is just to do this one powerful thought or just to focus on this one thing. Yeah, so when I sit for meditation, I have different practices that I do depending on time of day and different things. There's lots of different ones, but I know what I'm going to do. I sit down, I've got a very clear idea. If I don't have a clear idea and I just sit there, then it's all over the place. Yeah, so like, for example, let's say your focus is to go between here and your spiritual home. Well, this is a great practice, by the way. So you say, okay, I'm going to sit here for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, or however you want. And during that time, I'm going to go shift my attention from being here in this body. I'm a spiritual being here in this body. Then I'm going to bring my awareness up to my home, which is a world of infinite light, completely free from everything. And supreme being, God, the light, the ocean of bliss is up there as well, giving blessings, giving me love and peace. And then I'm going to come back down here. And then I'm going to go up into the light. And then I'm going to come back here. And let's say all you want to do is go go up to the light and come back down, and go up to the light, come back down. A little practice just to make you feel relaxed and feel free. Yeah, if you have that intention, 
then you know exactly what you're going to do for that period of time. And so if any other thoughts come, any other thoughts come, then it doesn't matter because you know what you're doing and you bring it back. If you haven't got an intention, then any thoughts come and you're not going to be able to tell, is this what I want to do? Is this not what I want to do? And remember, the meditation I'm talking about here, this is not this is not mindfulness meditation. Mindfulness has its place. I'm not going to bash mindfulness. There are people who just sit there and watch their thoughts, and that has, that has a certain amount of benefit to certain people in a certain situation. So there's no doubt. And if you want to learn mindfulness, that's something you can do. What I'm talking about here is, is choosing your focus, becoming a master of your thoughts, actually using your thoughts. The reason I t- teach this, by the way, is because people have come to me who've studied mindfulness for years and their mind is all over the place, all over the place. And they, when they sit for meditation, all over the place and they're not experiencing the bliss, they're not experiencing the joy, right? So this is why instead of just watching it, you say, okay, I actually am in control of my thoughts here. What thoughts do I want to have? What is my intention? And then you just stay with that. So just come up with whatever your intention is, just for yourself. So during this 20 minutes, 10 minutes, 5 minutes, how, however long you're going to do it, here's what I'm going to do. And it makes it very easy, and then you know whether you're on track or whether it's wandering all over the place. The third thing to do is to increase the length of time. The length of time. You know, if you're new to meditation or if you're not feeling you're getting you know the benefit you want the idea of extending the time might be concerning to you You think well you know i'm not sure i can my concentration is not very good i understand that completely now i was the same way myself and what i've noticed because i've done this for 20 over 20 years now is that the longer i sit there for with intention and good feelings the longer i stay there the more powerful it gets some of the most profound experiences I've ever had in my entire life were after two hours of meditation or an hour and a half, hour and a half, two hours. Normally people never even get to an hour or an hour and a half, ever. But I can tell you that the real good stuff, the real, real blissful experiences, the things that profoundly change you and make you go away going, oh my God, that was really amazing. The really, really beautiful experiences come after about an hour and a half, two hours. And you don't get them otherwise. I mean, I can, maybe some people do, but my experience personally of years and years and years is that if I can just stay sitting there long enough and carry on with what I'm doing. It goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And then it hits this point 
where it's just magic. It's just magic. Just magic. And every and it really feels like there's a major shift in consciousness. Everything looks different as well. That's what I find fascinating. I look around and it physically looks different. So the feelings change, the thoughts change, and also the world seems to change. And also you'll notice people respond to you differently, yeah, because the energy is shifted. If you walk out somewhere and you see people, they, they react more nicely. and you know, There's a different connection there with other people. So if you can increase the time, then you're going to have much better experiences if you're doing the right sort of meditation. So longer really does make a big difference. It's the same thing with anything. If, if you read a book for five minutes a day, it's going to take you quite a long time to finish the book if it's a big book. yeah, You're going to take years to get through it five minutes a day. If you read for an hour and a half a day, you're going to read lots and you'll be able to get through all these books and learn all these things and have all these experiences. If you, if you want to write a book and you write for five minutes a day, it's not probably going to be a very good book and it's not probably going to get finished. If you did an hour and a half, two hours of writing a day, you're going to get loads of work done and have a great book. So anything in life that we become good at is improved through the intention and then through the time. So try try increasing it and see what happens. And honestly, what happens is the more you do it, the more enjoyable it gets, and then you really like it. You really like it, so you want to do it. Some people start off thinking meditation is a bit of a burden. I mean, I know I did. But the interesting thing is the more you do it for, the better you get at it, the more you make it your own, you actually really like doing it for its own sake. You really enjoy it. You think this is actually something that I actually, truly, genuinely, heartfully enjoy. So increase the time and see what happens. The next thing that makes a big difference for meditation is the place the place, the physical place that you do it in. So it could be in your house, could be in, you know, like a, out in nature somewhere looking over a beautiful view. It could be in some religious or spiritual center that has some special thing that has been designed for meditation. It could be a church, you know, cathedral, chapel. I have to say that there is a difference. I've been to some meditation rooms, meditation places. There's a room for meditation. Some of them that I've been to, as soon as I open the door, it hits. It hit me, the power of the atmosphere. You literally, I've had this experience many times. I open a door and it feels like you're walking into this really intense field of radically shifted vibrations. It's absolutely incredible, some places, because they've been charged. 
there's been so much remembrance, so much meditation, that it really feels like you get a massive lift just by sitting there. Even if you don't do anything, you just come in the door and you just sit there and it has an effect. So if you can go to a place that has good atmosphere, that's designed for spiritual practice meditation, then it immediately makes it easier. Right? So I don't know if you have places like that where you are, but if you do, then, and you like the place and you feel comfortable, then you might want to go there more often because you'll probably have better meditation. The other thing beneficial about going to places, physical places, is that when you go to a physical place for meditation specifically, the very fact that you have arrived there for meditation gives you more focus. Because you're not at your house with all these distractions. You're there for meditation, so you're more likely to do meditation just because that was the purpose. You got in the car, you drove to this place, you got out, you went, you walked, you sat down for meditation. So obviously, you've sort of prepared yourself for the meditation on the way over. And that improves meditation. So even though we could technically have the same experiences anywhere we want, just going somewhere specifically for that purpose increases the power. And in your own house, I recommend having some sort of meditation area. Like for example, I'm sitting here in my office and I have this big yellow meditation pillow and I only sit on there for meditation in the morning. It's, you know, sitting upright. I wouldn't want to sit there during the day for anything else. So, and it's facing this big picture of, of the light of God, this big, lovely picture. So that, that seat, when I sit down there, it immediately brings me back to the awareness of having meditation because that's the only time I sit on it. So if you can get yourself a chair or a cushion or something, a little stool or something that you only use for meditation and nothing else at all, then that's going to get charged. It will literally get charged with energy, with your energy, with divine energy, with powerful energy. The more you use it, the more you sit there. Right now I'm sitting on my work chair, which I use to do these calls and to do these audios and write books and things. So this, this is charged with sort of sharing energy. So if I sit here, I get in the zone for creativity and for sharing, for working. So you can think about your physical space like this, that how can you have different things? Even if you have one room, you can still have different chairs, you know, or different cushions. One thing you sit on only for this thing, one thing for this thing. And if you're going to, you know, watch films or entertainment and all that, try and do it somewhere else so that that energy is somewhere different. 
keep everything sacred and separated. And that way, whenever you sit down, you get triggered in a good way. There's a positive trigger to go into that state. So if you can create a space, a place that is reminding you every time you go there, reminding you of higher consciousness and meditation because of the pictures and the you only sit there for meditation. Maybe you can have certain incense or some essential oils or a bell. Like I've got one of these Tibetan bells, singing bowl, and I use that for meditation, just as like beginning and end little noise. So when I hear that noise, it reminds me. So you can create a space with a Tibetan bowl with a special cushion, a little picture, and that's your sacred space. And then whenever you sit there, you're going to go back into that state. And the fifth thing, the fifth thing is the time of day. When do you do meditation? What time of day? Because the day has different energies. The different times of day have different energies. It's not all just the same thing. So typically from 2 a.m. to 5 a.m., this is what's called the early morning hours of nectar, the sacred time. This is, this is when very serious meditation people get up early because at that time, people are sleeping, most people, between 2 and 5. And when people are sleeping, they're in that delta wave state of deep peace. So there's none of this beta wave stressful thinking, worrying, getting caught up in stuff. All that negative thinking is gone during that period of time in the morning, right? Different atmosphere. If you've ever woken up two, three, four, five in the morning, you'll be able to tangibly feel the difference. It feels like empty because there's no one around because everyone's in that deep sleep. So if you can get up at that time for meditation, you've done yourself a huge favor because you're preparing the ground for success, preparing the day for success. You're getting yourself in the right space and giving yourself an opportunity to experience being with yourself without all the mind field of all the other people in the world around you. You know, of course, there's different time zones that other people in the world are awake. But in your immediate area, everyone's not there because they're asleep. When people are asleep, if you've ever watched someone who's asleep, it seems like they're not really there. Yeah, they've gone away. They're in a deep peace. So if you can get up between two and five, don't have to get up at two, it could be a four, four to five, that's great. If you can't do that for whatever reason, then get up at five, get up at six. The earlier you get up, the better it is, basically. The morning time is the best for meditation. And then also the evening time, you know, six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock. This is a nice time for meditation because people generally have finished work at that time, come seven o'clock in the evening. Most people are not 
in their jobs. I mean, a lot of people work online and they're always on their computers all day long, but the work day typically is from like eight to like five or six, the main work stuff. So people tend to be more relaxed in the evening. So the energy is different again. And meditation in the evening allows you to prepare yourself for a different way of experiencing life, a higher awareness about everything, which then carries into your sleep, which then allows you to get up more refreshed, which then allows you to get up earlier and then meditate in the morning. So the evening meditation will affect the morning meditation and it will improve your sleep. So these are the five things to help you have much deeper meditation. One is to remember I'm a powerful soul. Who is it that's having meditation? You're a powerful soul, great soul. Second one is that yeah, what is your focus? What do you want to experience? Why are you doing this? So you have a clear aim. I am going to sit here and do this. So I'm going to listen to this guided meditation or I'm going to have this mantra. I'm going to think this one thing again and again. So you know what you're going to do. Then the third thing is the length of time. If you increase the length of time, you will end up much better at meditation. You'll have much better experiences and you're going to deep states of bliss as you keep doing it. I think life blesses us. When we show that we're dedicated and give the time, I think we get special gifts, special blessings just by being there. The fourth thing is the place. If you can go to a place with a good atmosphere, then you immediately make everything easier for yourself. And then of course, the last thing is time of day. If you can get up earlier, early morning and the evening. These are the best times. The earlier, the better. Try it for yourself. You know, you're not going to know unless you try things out. I remember when I, I used to go to bed at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I started meditation when I was 18. So before that, I was a teenager. And, you know, going to parties and going, going out and stuff. And I'd come back at four o'clock and then I was getting up at four o'clock. <laughs> you know, completely the opposite. But I felt much better getting up early. And you do get used to it after a while, you know, you really do. So our wonderful experiment this week is quite simply, how can I do more meditation? Just ask yourself, how can I do more meditation? And then you can ask yourself, what do you want to feel? What do you want to focus on? It's worth you writing a list of the things that you like to experience. Like I'll give an example. I was just meditating this morning over there in the, in the Buddhist stupa in Sedona. Stupa means just this thing in that people walk around with a Buddha at the top. It's just a nice atmosphere, beautiful place, beautiful nature. And what I tend to do is I just have a certain thought that I think again and again and again. 
So my one of my favorites is infinite peace, infinite bliss, infinite peace, and infinite bliss. And what happens as I think that slowly and deeply, I really start to experience infinite peace and infinite bliss. And, you know, as I was saying, as you increase the time, it goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper until it's absolutely, absolutely remarkable. Yeah, so what do you want to focus on? What is your intention? Know what you want. And, and by the way, if you don't have much of an idea of what to focus on, then, you know, I'll, actually I'll just do another audio about this because this is a, obviously a big topic. Have What exactly can you do? We'll talk about that another time. But you know, so you have some idea of what you want to experience and you probably have some methods that you can use. So just know what you want and focus on that. And then what happens if you get sidetracked? What happens if you're, you know, sitting there and you have a great intention and you know you're a great soul, but your mind is still wandering hither and thither? What are you going to do? You have to see, see it as funny. It's fun and games. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't think, oh my God, what's wrong with my mind? Oh dear, oh dear, I'm no good. I'll never be able to do it. Oh, I'm so terrible. I'm a horrible person. Don't get into that. It's not going to help. Just say, this is hilarious. This is great. This is wonderful. It's no big deal. It's all right. All right. What, what, why am I here? Okay, I'm here for this. Okay, bring it back and then carry on with what you're doing. Don't, don't beat yourself up. This is practice, you know, it's like anything else. If you want to learn how to play the piano, you can't say, oh, I can't play Mozart on my first day, where I've been practicing for three hours and I still can't play Mozart. Have a bit of patience. It takes, it takes time. And just give yourself congratulations. Even listening to this is a huge success, just listening to this. And then just any time you sit down for meditation, it's a huge success, that in itself, just being there. And any time you create powerful thoughts in your mind, it's a huge success because you're building the practice. So give yourself that real appreciation and love. Keep doing it. And I guarantee, because you are a powerful soul, you will experience these beautiful, blissful, blissful states of consciousness that you already have inside of you right now. (laughs) Right now. So you're just coming back to it. Give yourself an opportunity to come back to that. And the more you do it, easier it gets, more fun it gets, more beautiful it gets. And success is yours. Success is yours. Success is yours. Thank you so much for your beautiful presence.
It's been such a beautiful time together. Thank you for listening. Think of one person who needs this and share this with them. If you have any questions for us, please send them to shareyourquestion.com. Go to spiritualrecharge.com for more free meditations, talks, and courses. We thank you for your beautiful presence. Keep shining your divine light in our world. So much love, and we'll connect soon.